that's it. So welcome, Emma. Thank you so much for joining Anonymous Knowledge, the podcast that's sharing wisdom from people we don't know. Um, So I wanted to start with a little bit about who you were and what your background is and how you got to start Canvas Co. Um, So I'm 30 years old. I think I... I realized I got to a point in my life where, you know, I'd kind of followed what I thought was the right path. Um, I worked in, I've been working, I still am working with the um, Queensland Police Service. I worked in a very, um, what would you call it, a specialized unit um, where I was sort of the only female in the office and I really missed having other women around me and supporting me. And so I guess that was a big um, thing when it came to Canvas. I'll be honest, it was a massive struggle for me um, because while the job was challenging personally, I love a challenge. And so it felt it was more the work lifestyle and around that was really hard because I felt um, isolated and alone and unsupported, I guess really undervalued about what I could contribute um, as a woman in the workplace. So Canvas was basically, I created something that I needed at that time in the hope that there would be other women who might be in the same position, I guess. And it is a daily reminder that you are enough and that you are capable and strong and incredible. Um, Because I think as women, we tend to doubt ourselves a lot and our abilities and I guess I wanted to I wanted to put a stop to that and I want wanted women to see how amazing they were and whatever it is that you want to do I know you know some people might be really career focused some people might want to jump in a van and travel Australia do you know what I mean like everyone is different everyone has different goals and dreams but at the end of the day I think Sometimes we just need to be reminded that we are capable of anything as long as we um, work hard and set a goal and, yeah, surround ourselves with other amazing people. What I really love about the canvas and I, the, the book, which I know I only got two weeks ago and I love and I carry everywhere with me, I love the fact that it's a hard copy reminder. It's something that's tangible that I can carry with me. But what I really liked about what you just said then is it's not about whether you're a businesswoman. It's not about whether you you want to be an entrepreneur and and make millions of dollars and become a household name. It's actually just something to provide a support for an individual that they can refer to that shares their own insights to themselves to some extent and reminds themselves without having to go externally all the time. Yeah. Is that an important thing for you? I think with your background, you're talking about working, you know, in the specialised unit, not having someone to refer to, needing to draw on that inner strength. Yeah. Is that what you're, you're seeking the planner to help people do? Absolutely. I think the most important thing we could do, it's at, like, absolutely at the top of my list, is self-care. I think if you are number one and you're looking after yourself and doing all the things that make you happy, whether that's waking up early, going for a run, eating healthy... I, I just think if, if you in your mind is healthy, then the rest just falls into place. Yeah. The minute you start to slip with that sort of stuff is where you'll start to see things unravel. Yeah. And again, as women, we tend to put everything else before that. I don't know why we do it, <laughs> but we, we do. We put everyone else and everything else 
ahead of that when it is su- it's such Im- an important thing to do. It's a funny conversation. I was talking to a friend of mine who's just started her own business. Um, she's doing lashes. She's gone from being a salesperson, running this life of being a great salesperson, to now she's a beauty technician and she does lashes and lash extensions and she loves her life. Yeah. But part of her challenges is also recognising that putting herself first above others is not natural for someone who's family oriented who's a caring person who wants to look after everybody else yeah so how do you reconcile that for how do you how do you think this planner helps people how is canvas co helping women kind of establish that transition from always being the carer of others into having that focus on self-care I think it's the content that's inside of it. We are con- I'm constantly, and it's it's funny, I'll be honest, I've been struggling with it all myself lately. And I spoke to my sister on the phone last night and she said, for God's sake, open up your canvas because that book is you. And it's, it's reminders that sort of say, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be struggling with your workload. It's okay that you didn't go to the gym all this week and you know, you've eaten shit for the last four days. <laughs> But pick yourself back up, learn to go easy on yourself when you need to. And don't get me wrong, it is a, it's a battle all the time. I'm constantly, you know, on my days off because I know the importance of self-care and doing things to make you happy. But at the, So I'll spend a day doing that, but at the same time, I'll still make myself feel guilty that I didn't work on my business that day or vice versa, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll spend all day on canvas and I'll get to the end of the day and I'll say you worked all day today and you didn't go to the gym and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So it's it's about saying schedule things in yeah. so you you just leave that guilt at the door. Yeah. So if you've scheduled it in, you've got an hour for this and you've got a two-hour period for the emails and you've got this and you've got that, life just feels so much more manageable, I think. Yeah. And that way you've put it down on paper, you've stuck to it and there's there's no guilt involved because you know that today that's what you were meant to be doing and then tomorrow you've got your new schedule. And it's funny you say that. Uh, when I started this business about nine months ago, I wrote a blog about the biggest challenge of going from being inside a business and working for somebody else to working for yourself is that importance about identifying and scheduling. And so for me, I schedule my week every week on a Monday morning. I plan what I'm going to do every day with clients, with my blogs, with my business. And by doing that, it does relieve that stress and relieves that tension. And I was doing it on an A4 sheet of paper that looked a little bit messy and I would have to (laughs) carry it around and it would get lost in all the books. But now with Canvas, I can actually write it in Canvas. And now I have a central place for my for my scheduling and if I have to push something away or I have to reschedule I can now do that without having to worry about which piece of paper it's on yeah and you don't lose track of that I think it's magic as well having something externally and on paper I don't know maybe it's just me or but I just I love opening my planner up and knowing this is what I'm doing and this is how I'm organized because I'm the first person if I have something on my phone I am so easily distracted. I'll get a notification from Facebook or Instagram or an email or whatever it may be. And I honestly, three hours later, I'm like, oh, shit, what was I supposed to be doing again? (laughs) Whereas if I sometimes I'll put my phone on flight mode, I'll open up my canvas and I will get so much done. I'm just so much more productive when I've got something down on paper. Definitely. And I can totally resonate that. I still carry notebooks with me and yeah. my laptop and notebook of friends, but my notebook is certainly my the thing that I love most. Too. Yeah, very much so. So what I'm really interested in hearing is this transition. So you've, you've gone from being, or you're still are a policewoman at the moment and 
you know, killing that on a day-to-day basis, pardon the, the use of the <laughs> word. But you're now decided in November last year, in 2017, to say I wanted to create this new thing, this, this planner for myself but also for other women. How did you go from that idea to executing on that? What was the impetus? What, was the step, what were the steps that you went through to go from being just a policewoman into a, a policewoman and this amazing businesswoman and entrepreneur at the same time? Yeah. I um, have a couple, couple of um, traits that can be my best friend and also my worst enemy. <laughs> so when I decide to do something, I really just go at it like a bull at a gate. Um, and I've been really lucky that I've been able to work with some incredible people that have helped sort of bring this idea to life and also be some really amazing mentors to me because I had no idea what was involved when it came to starting a business. And I guess in my head, I was really naive in how I went into it because I just thought, oh, you know, it's a paper planner. How hard could it be really? But I think I learned pretty quickly that it is actually so much harder than it looks. But at the same time, I look at it and, and just think I've learned some incredible things since I've been gone gone through this journey. And really, everything I've learned now, I feel like I can, I can apply it to anything moving forward. Um, what was the first lesson that you learned other than the it's harder than I think it was going to be? What was the first lesson that really kind of you went, wow, that's, that's a keeper? Um, I wouldn't say it's a keeper one, but the first one was, holy shit, this is going to cost me a lot more than what I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a really good realisation because people think, I'll just start a business and I have you don't yeah. need much money, I can just do it. Yeah. But you always need more than you think you need. I guess, and it depends how you want to do it, I yeah. guess. You know, some people, if they've got, say, a handmade product, they can start small, you know, and, and go to markets and, and build from there. But for me... In my, I went, okay, I'm going to make these planners and I'm going to print a thousand of them and how hard could it be to sell a thousand? When in all reality, it's, it's really not that hard. I mean, it really is so much harder. Um, I guess the lesson that the big aha moment for me was just there's so much involved when it comes to, you know, you've got product creation, but you also have to think about who your audience is, um, what you're going to do when it comes to marketing, how you want to present yourself on social media, like your communication style. There is... So it's taking an idea to a business life cycle. Yeah. So you forget about the marketing and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as someone with with no background in that, I guess I kind of just learnt along the way and I've been really lucky in that. I think it would be a lot harder if if you didn't believe or had no passion behind your product, Mm -hmm. but... I guess it's made it easier for me because Canvas is, it just feels like my baby and I believe so passionately about everything that it stands for. And, you know, it probably goes against everything that business is, but I'm not here to make a squillion dollars. That's not what is important to me. What's important is that the people that use it make some incredible changes in their life and actually you know, get to the end of the 12 months and went, wow, look what I achieved. And Canvas really helped me do that. It was the catalyst in making that happen. Yeah. What I heard when you first, what I really liked about what you first said then was that when you didn't know what you were doing, it was the support network that you had yeah. around you. And it's funny, I did a Instagram post today that says, 
do what you do that you do well and find other people to support on the oh, things yeah. that you don't do well yeah and that was actually the post i did just before <laughs> you came in this morning yeah so that idea is that we're not on this journey alone so no. so many people go into business thinking i need to do this on my own i'm good at what i can do and i i can just go forth and run with it yeah but the reality of business and the reality of anything that we do is we're not designed to do it alone no and so and you're never going to know everything exactly you, you don't know what you don't know no so that idea of a support network. So what did that support network look like for you? Um, it really has been people that... The biggest one has been the team that I've worked with that helped bring the brand and the product to life um, and media strategy. And they're based... Well, they're a bit everywhere, really. The copywriters in Melbourne, um, the graphic designers in Sydney... Um, and then Mel, who has been my mentor, she's now living in Yipoon oh, wow. in central Queensland. <laughs> so they're all over, but they have really, they've all got amazing experience and amazing background. And Mel has talked me out of the corner so many times now, it's not funny. Um, but also, I think you, you have to learn to ask for help when you need it and when you don't know the answer to something because you can't, you can't just guess. But at the same time, you have to learn to also trust yourself and the decisions that you make because at the end of the day, it's your business and, you know, people might have all this advice for you, but you're the one who owns the business and the product and you're accountable for that. Yeah. Nobody else is, do you know what I mean? If it all yeah. goes to shit, it's, it's, it's on you. you. Yeah. So um, I have also found that when something didn't feel right, it normally wasn't. Um, regardless of what anybody else said. So you have to learn to trust that instinct as well. And do you think that part of that belief and comfortability with trusting your gut instinct comes because you're obviously a very mission-driven person and this business has a mission-driven purpose itself? So you've brought that your own kind of soul and and idea and outlook on life to Canvas. And so do you think that's helped your ability to sort of stop and go, I know what the experts say, but I also know my baby, I also know what I'm trying to birth here and yeah. and that needs to resonate with you as well. Yeah. I think the biggest one for me has been social social influencer marketing. Yep. For me, doesn't feel and doesn't sit right. Um, and that might mean that I'm slower to, you know, pick up than other people. It kind of feels like a little bit like I'm selling my soul. And paying someone to say that they like my product doesn't sit well with me because I know that other people who have bought it and have ordered it and are using it feel the same. Do you know what I mean? Like they already love it. And I just feel like I don't need to pay someone. It just feels really false to me. And I kind of think how long can influencer marketing work because I look at something now and go, they're paid to do that. It's not as authentic as it once was. But it's an interesting thing because in marketing and and recently I've been listening to a number of podcasts and reading a number of articles that talk about it's actually better to have a hundred people who love your product and love your business than a thousand people who like it. Yeah. Because if you have a hundred people who love it and each of those tell three people and then they love it and each of those tell three people and then they love it, you get your exponential growth really quickly. Yeah. Whereas if you have a thousand people who might like it because someone else likes it in a general sense, you don't get that exponential growth because yeah. they're not sharing it in the same way. Yeah. So that focus on having people who love it, 
like I love it I've shared it with people that I know and I know they're going to buy one yeah and in fact I bought two so I have given one to a friend of mine who's starting her business so she has the same experience and can have the same support that yeah. I've had so having that that group of people who love your product and love what you do yeah. seems to be the focus and certainly looking at your Instagram and your social media that's the very that's very much what you're looking at it's providing ongoing support and additional value yeah. through social media rather than using the social media just for a branding exercise yeah and i understand and we all know that they have the same you know they've got a there's a duality there of having yeah. to promote but also having to provide value yeah exactly so i think it all has to match up i guess because unfortunately that's that's just who we are as, as people as well now we'll, we'll look at something and go is it pretty that's just who we are Very we much look so. at stuff and go oh that looks really pretty but if it can also provide value to people, um, I just think you're onto a winner. Very so. much so. Yeah. And I think that's what we're all looking for, isn't it? It's more than just the the quick hit of attractiveness or quick hit of making me feel good. Yeah. It's then saying, okay, now that I feel good, how do I sustain this? How does it keep me going? What is it going to give me for my day-to-day? What am I going to get out of it? Yeah. Rather than just the investment of feeling good and, and, and having something that's pretty. Yeah. And I think that's what I really love about the canvas and for those who haven't seen it you'll we'll definitely send you through there to the, at the end of the podcast and make sure you go to canvasco.com yep um to get your canvas co um what i love about the book though in particular is the little tear-off guides that you have yeah and so your care of things to know i love because i actually use it just for scribble i don't i may not use it as my list but i'll go okay here's a note that i want to write or a saying that i want to remember and i'll pull that off and keep it in my diary or keep it in my my wallet as i travel so that i have a remember note so it might be someone's phone number it might be a thought that i have and i love the flexibility that you have for it i was gonna say there's been so many people they use it for so many different different things so it was designed by me for a purpose that i would use it for which i use it for my grocery list yes um but seeing how the customers use it as well like it's it's really incredible and i like it actually can be used in so many different ways one of the things that i'm excited to do which i'm actually doing after we have this podcast is getting a silver pen so that on your beautiful black pages i could write my notes against those so that becomes an extra note page for me so i love the fact that i can have this Diary, which is normally very restrictive. In the old days, a diary was restrictive. If I didn't use it on Monday to Thursday to, or Monday to Friday, it was gone. It was gone. Yep. Whereas now I can use it any day of the week that I want. I can start on any day. I can and I can just use it in any for any you know umpteen reasons. Yeah. But I love the flexibility, and I think that says a lot about you as an individual. The fact that you've been able to take a fairly structured role that you've had in a fairly structured career. Yeah. In working in you know in the services which has a very structured process around it yeah. and and being ex-military myself i started the first you know seven years of my life in a very structured way yeah i'm now a shadow of that former self in terms of how i behave but so you being able to marry that that police service structure yeah with the flexibility that you need to grow and learn and live your own life in the way that you want to do yeah i think is a really lovely balance i've always said i'm, I'm a walking contradiction people meet me and after if if they've spent some time with me first before they find out that I'm a police officer they're normally very shocked um because you know I'm about to take 12 months leave come July and go live in the back of a van for 12 months so that's people are just shocked that that's who I am but I kind of 
I guess people in general are like that. Do you know what I mean? Like one day you might want to do one thing, but then along the way you change your mind and you want to do another. For example, I wanted to keep a date list because people are changing. You know, they might go overseas for a month. I just, I hate to see things go to waste and I wanted people to be okay with putting their planner down if life gets in the way but also be able to pick it up and go okay you know what i'm ready to start again yeah i'm ready to jump back on but you haven't lost anything in that time you haven't lost six months of your planner or a month or three months or whatever it is you can literally pick it up and start where you left yeah so and i love that's a really great thought for somebody who is wanting to start a business and maybe doesn't know how to do it the canvas actually becomes support for them they might have a month where they're really active and they can write all the information about their their business idea or what they want to do and then put it aside and come back to it so it actually becomes almost a journey of their business plan yeah so the your your annual planner can actually turn into a business plan for somebody who's just trying to ideate and create an idea but doesn't really know what to do with it absolutely i use mine i'm constantly referring back to my the goals pages as well so there might have been a goal that i set myself back in january january and i'll revisit it or i'll have something that i really want to do but i'll know that i'm not going to do it now so i might put it forward a few months so when i get to that page i'm like that's right i really Mm, wanted to do that so it's as flexible as you want it to be which is what i love about it which is great and i really i i built canvas using the goals pages like it's how it came to life i think it's important to have goals but also you need to break them down to keep yourself accountable because it's one thing to say i want to achieve this Mm. it's another to say this is how i'm going to do it very much and it's that execution that turns that you know the goal into a into reality and not just a, a really beautiful dream because it's without the hard work it will not it will not happen no and that's the you know i think it's uh one of the famous quote is that you, it won't work if you don't do the work. Exactly. Which is very much what I live by. Yeah. So you talked about, I was my question to you was going to be what's next for Canvas and you just alluded to the fact that you're looking to take 12 months off and, and you know, drive around in a, in a van, which is a life dream, I think, of most people in Australia, <laughs> particularly in the country that we have. I can't wait. That's amazing. So what, what why, why that? Why, why is that now and the next, the next thing that you want to do? I've always, it's always been something that I've wanted to do. I've been following van accounts for far too long. And I bought a smaller van last year and did a road trip down to Melbourne and back from Brisbane. Mm. Absolutely loved it, but thought, I want to do this like full time. I just want to give it a crack. Do it for, I don't know. That's what I, I mean when I say I'm a, I'm a walking contradiction because whilst I love structure and, you know, having things listed out, I also am, am a massive free spirit. Yep. And I kind of live by the idea that if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then there's no point doing it. Like everything will work out. Sometimes you just, and it's scary and intimidating, but you just have to take a leap of faith. And so I guess that's what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm leaving a really secure paycheck every fortnight yep. and, um, you know, a, a really safe job. But it's not something that I'm passionate about anymore. Yep. Um, it makes a huge difference when you're, when you're wanting to live a purposeful life. Yeah. To live something and do something that you're passionate yeah. about. Yeah. And I just think I've got – I've given myself 12 months to really – because they're just – 
you, I can plan all I want, but there are just not enough hours in the day to do everything that I want to do with Canvas yep. and also work full-time and maintain a social life and eat well and still go to the gym. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I'm just like, shit, I can't fit all this in. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I guess so I'm So something's got to give. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so you're you're choosing to focus on your your passion and your purpose yeah. rather than necessarily the paycheck. Yeah. Which is a huge lesson for many people. Um when I, as I said, when I did earlier, when I started this job, I left my last job with very little in the bank, no job, no security, no clients, and went, "This is what I want to do." And I started the business. Yeah. And but but because I did it from a purposeful perspective, I wasn't doing it to make money. Yeah. I did it to do things that I love to do. Yeah. The other stuff comes. Exactly. And so that seems to be what when since you've started Canvas all the things that you want to do and all the dreams that you've you've wanted to have or that you've always had are now coming to reality because you've now put that in motion by starting with yeah. a simple planner. I think like manifesting is a massive thing and I know yeah. a lot of people probably think it's a very like you know hippie sort of way to look at things but your energy says a lot about who you are yeah. and I just know personally my happy place is you know when I've got freedom and I I was so much more productive last year when I was on my road trip just you know I get this feeling when I'm in a van and driving and knowing that um you know I'm I'm doing something for myself and I think people are drawn to that and very much it's yeah I just think your energy really accounts for so much of what happens in your life um and so I guess I'm just chasing that yeah. and I just know I'm, I'm going to be so much more productive and this is where the magic happens for me. So it's not that I really have this grand plan. I'm just going to sort of sit back yeah. and... And see what happens. Yeah, watch it unfold. So in terms of Canvas 2.0, for I guess, or the next version of that is part of this journey for you is to create the next version of, the, of, of Canvas yep. at the end of the 12 months or during the 12 months? This has been the most recent speed bump for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess if I'm being as honest as I can, I haven't made, you know, a lot of money from this. And I guess there's a lot of pressure that I put on myself as well to get version two out because I realized that last year when we launched, um, canvas was received so well and it it blew me away um you know how many people saw it loved it bought it um and so for me it was the natural progression was to bring out a second version or a different version for Mm -hmm. those those people for the end of this year but unfortunately i've still got you know half the planners that i printed sitting in my lounge room so to get a second one done i really just can't do it at the moment yeah. I just don't have the money there and to get canvas off the ground I you know I put my house deposit on it to to bring it to life and make it a reality so money is a massive thing for me um and money makes me uncomfortable because yeah I don't know what it is I'm just I'm it's never been something that I've ever been comfortable talking about you know I don't, I don't want to cry poor but the reality of business is to to progress you need to be able to fund it you need to be able to pay for things so there's a few things in the works I'm kind of just like do I take the pressure off myself um and give myself 12 months to 
you know, work on what I want to achieve moving forward and, um, you know, the ideas are there. I definitely want to create create them. Mm-hmm. I think I just have to be smart about how I go about it, I guess. I still want to give people value um, and I guess that will also come in the form of blogs and um, YouTube videos and interviews and things like that um, that will go on the website. So I guess there's really so much I want to do but it's just hard to decide where to start where how and all the rest of it you know um, I've been talking about possibly doing a Kickstarter campaign I think they're really interesting in that you're not asking for a donation because people are still getting a product so I guess it's almost validating your idea and having people say we love that and we hope you can create it and here's a you know here's my pledge to make that happen so looking into that option but at the moment, yeah, I'm kind of right in the middle of the decision process at the moment. About, yeah. What's great about the about Canvas, though, is that even if you bought four, like if somebody said, because I, I was thinking about this, even if there isn't a point two or a next one, I would just be using this one next year because it's you would when you go back to it at the start of the year and the, and the quotes and the way that it's written, it's it's perennial. I can use the same same yeah. version every year. Yeah. And, and as I go through it, I remember, oh, I... It was around March last year that I remember this quote that I really loved. And so now I'm back to that same quote. So it gives you an opportunity to reflect. Yeah. And it's from my experience, it's in the reflection is when the learning happens. Yeah. So often we're so caught up in that day-to-day process, having your time to reflect and which is what you're doing, what it seems that you're doing over the next 12 months is giving you that space yeah. so that you can reflect is when those ideas and when those that learning for you is really going to happen Yeah. because you can then create and step back and go okay what do we need what do we re- what do i need from a business perspective but also it needs to resonate with you as, a, as an individual as yeah. well yeah yeah because I, I don't ever want to lose touch with the product I, I guess i always want it to feel like me yeah um but i'm really glad that i got that feedback from you because i think it's just the pressure i've put on myself you know the internal dialogue is no one's going to want to buy it again if it's just the same planner yep. you're letting everybody down you know, I, never I had someone ask me whether it was going to be a blue version for guys because at the moment <laughs> it's, you know, and, and it's great because Canvas is about, you know, empowering women to be the boss woman that they are and really yeah. own their own, their own themselves. But I've noticed from the, the, the people that I, I connect with and, and some of my closest friends is a lot of the guys I know are moving back to old school diaries and notebooks and, and having something with them all the time. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, is that for you in contrast to what the purpose of Canvas was, which is about empowering women? Yeah, kind of. Yep. And because I don't, again, I don't want to create products for the sake of creating a product. Um, And I know women and I know um, about empowering it and and goal setting and, and all the rest of it. I don't really think I could ever speak to a male audience. Um... And I love that though, but I, I actually love that. Yeah. And I asked you quite, you know, offhand and without without warning because I'm I think that's really important. Yeah. Had you said, Oh yeah, what a great idea, let's create one for a man, it doesn't resonate with who you no, are. No. And it's just interesting to see what your response is because it might <laughs> my face screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, don't do that. But but I think that's really cool because we so often go off topic. We so often so and you talked about that earlier with wanting with um, you know, having branded against somebody and having a a personality or a, a an influencer promote your product yeah 
that didn't resonate with you and your brand because it's about having people love the brand and love the idea and the purpose of it. And one of my favorite lines, I think, on your website is about talking about being, you know, creating that inner boss woman that you are and really owning that and allowing women. And in the day and in the, the time we're in the moment with all the different campaigns around women empowerment that are happening now, yeah. it's a really tangible product that says, you know, forget the social media noise, forget the noise that you might be hearing in your workplace or at home about who you should be. Pick up Canvas, take five minutes to read it, to read some of the quotes, write down your goals and think about who you are and reflect internally, yeah. and then create the, the life and the person that you want to be. Yeah. And there's a real, there's something really strong about staying true to that message yeah. because it's a tangible version of all the empowerment campaigns going on at the moment yeah. that actually steps away from the hype and just focuses on reality and what you need to do to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Because it's not, to me, it's not a trend. I don't. It's not something that should go away or is going away in my mind. Mm. It's something that is only going to get stronger and more obvious as as time goes on. Yeah, I don't think it's a fad that women have finally realised what they're worth. Like it's about fucking time, in my opinion. And I think it's incredible. And yeah, I think Canvas is speaks really strongly to that. And, and um, I think it's amazing that I can encourage women to sit down and, you know, make improvements and, you know, just follow their heart. As corny as that sounds, mm. I, yeah, that's where the real magic is for me. And that to me is awesome. I think probably a really good way to finish off the conversation is that, that idea about being empowered and following your purpose and following your heart and doing what you love to do yeah and as they say you know if you build it they will come but that only happens when there's a true purpose and and value and heart behind it yeah it doesn't happen when it's a widget no and i think that's what's beautiful (laughs) you've you've created something that's tangible and beautiful and speaks to that incredibly and for those who don't have a canvas you really need to go to canvasco.com and have a look at one Uh, buy one for yourself buy one for your mum and and as a great tool to really help you achieve your goals going forward yeah so thank you so much for your time today Emma. i really appreciate it the podcast will have all the socials um, and all your links to that Uh, but we really appreciate your time and i look forward to talking to you maybe in 12 months when you're back off your journey and see what's happening next and, and and following you on social media Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers.